Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Jolenta. Remember when we did our first live show at the Philly Podcast Festival? Oh, my God. That was so much fun. How could I ever forget? It was a blast. I know, right? But sometimes I get sad when I think about our live show because not everyone could be there. Oh, you have such a sweetheart, Jolenta. But you know what? They were there in our hearts. And thanks to some recording magic, they can time travel back to Philly with us right now. Woohoo! Yes, because I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And this is By the Book, live from Philly. Welcome to another By the Book bonus episode, our between season treat for your ears. And in this particular episode, we'll be playing highlights from our Philly live show. We taped that way back when we were only a few weeks old. Aww, we were just little babies. We sure were. Ugh, yes. It was such a fun show. The audience was a blast. The staff at the theater was amazing. The Trocadero Balcony Bar is so cool. Such a fun venue. It was adorable. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Plus, it's like... The bar's right there. Yeah. You're on the stage. You can almost reach over and yeah. just drink. I yeah. basically could pour myself a glass of rosé. <laughs> now, at our live show, we follow a different format from our taped shows. Yes, we still cover self-help. And yes, we still bring in our personal lives. But there's a lot of fun extras as well. And one of my very favorite extras is our self-help game show segment. Here we are doing that with a very, very special guest. Time to move on to our next segment here. We're going to embark on a little something we call, Is This Book Real? (gasps) And helping us with this portion of the event is Jolenta's husband, the Brad, right there. Come on up, Brad. Will you please, do you want to join us on stage? Please join us on stage. Join us. Brad, 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 Brad. You taught me how to lead chance. You can sit next to your wife over there. You want to sit by me, sweetie? We need you by a mic a little bit, which is hard. Just go right there. Okay. Hi, guys. 
Hi, honey. <laughs> so, the goal of this game is uh, we're gonna give Brad two self-help book titles. One is real, one is fictional. He will decide which is which. All right, Kristen? I believe we're oh. gonna start with the category of crafting, <laughs> crafting books. Now, Brad, which of these crafting self-help titles is a real book? Tell me which one's real. Do-it-yourself coffins, for Pets and People, a book for woodworkers who want to be buried in their work. Or, better get more butter, The Minnesotan's Guide to Butter Carving. Which of these two books is real? Okay, um, I'll say, I'll say the caskets one is real, and the butter carving is not. Right, that, that, that just sounds more interesting. You are correct. Yes. Yay! The coffins. Coffins. Yes, that's right. There's do a it real yourself. book. Yeah, do-it-yourself coffins. That is indeed the correct answer, and it is written by a man named Dale Power. Very powerful, Dale Power. Ooh. Correct. All right. And now, shall we move on to the relationship category? Yes. Relationship category. Which of these relationship self-help titles is real, Brad? Why can't you shut up? How we ruin relationships, or the smell of success. Harnessing the power of pheromones to win at life and love. Which of these is a real title? Um, I, I just pray that Harnessing the Power of Pheromones is, is a real book, so I'm going to say pheromones. You are incorrect, Brad. Ah. The correct answer is actually, Why Can't You Shut Up by Anthony E. Wolf. All right. That's a, sh that's a shame. Jolanta, do you want to read the next yeah. question? Okay, honey. Our next self-help category is defecation. <laughs> Pooping. You know what poops are? <laughs> Okie doke. Look away. Uh, okay, which of these is real? How to poo at work. The golden rules of relieving yourself in the workplace. Or how to wipe. Everything you've wanted to know about caring for your derriere, but were afraid to ask. Honestly, these both sound like valuable books. <laughs> I have lots of um, work etiquette questions like this. Um, could I ask these yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Is it the work one? Thumbs up? Yeah. Is it the wiping? Thumbs up. Okay, the, the audience seems to think it's the pooping at work one, so I'll go with that. That's the real book, pooping at work. Brad, the audience is correct. Yeah. The, the answer is indeed How to Poo at Work by Mats and Enzo. What was the fake one the that you wrote? How to Wipe. How to wipe. What, what was the full title? How to Wipe. Everything you've wanted to know about caring that. for your derriere but were afraid to ask. It's a good title. It is your wife wins that. I wrote that. She wrote that. I wrote that title. I didn't She's write the book. She's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Jolanta, do you want to ask about the diet category? Yes, 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 yes. Okie doke. Brad, the next category is diet. Which of these is real? Egg-a-day diet. Move over apples, and egg-a-day keeps the doctor away now. Or, help, Lord, the devil wants me fat. A scriptural, a scriptural approach to a trim and attractive body. <laughs> 
right. Which I, one I, is real, Brad? I do think the egg a day one is real because everyone oh. is obsessed with that. No? Do you know this? You know this for a fact. The devil wants me fat is real because of that woman right there. <laughs> let, let me ask this woman. What is your name, woman? Ka. Ka? And have you read this book before? But you do know it's real. You are correct. It is yes. real. This is real. Yes. She saved yes. you, Brad. Yes. Help, Lord, the Devil Wants Me Fat is written by C.S. Lovett and is part of a much wider genre of religious weight loss books. Okay. All right, Brad. Let's move on to the health category. The health category, Brad. Which of these self-help titles is real? Your Immortal Reality. How to Break the Cycle of Birth and Death. Or <laughs> Digging Like a Dog, The Hidden Benefits of Playing in the Dirt and Embracing Your Inner Pup. Digging Like a Dog? I imagine the first one doesn't make any sense, so I think that's the real one. The immortal... The, I, I think the first one's the real one. The immortal, the immortal thing that can't be possibly be true is the real one. Are you saying something about self-help books? What, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. What? what? Yes. <laughs> what are you saying about my life's work? <laughs> yeah. right. The correct answer is, in fact, your immortal reality. Yes. Because like that doesn't mean anything, and people can, will write that. So, Brad, yes. in total, I believe, with the help of our audience... You got four out of five correct. Yes. Well done, Brad. Thank you. <laughs> you win nothing. <laughs> you win glory. You win my love. Still. Yay! Yay! Thanks, Brad. Holla Yay. at your Brad. Thank you, honey. Thanks, Brad. Oh, Brad is such a good sport. I love the way he always plays along. Yep, what a good guy. He's, He's the best. He is. He is. And he did pretty well getting all those answers right. Yeah, yeah, better than I think uh, most of us would do. Oh, totally. Now, another one of the segments that we always enjoy has us pulling out our prescription pad for some people you may have heard of. Here's a little snippet of that. All right, now it's time for a little something we call self-help prescriptions for public figures. And um, we're going to walk through various public figures who you may have heard of and prescribe them self-help books that we think would benefit their lives. Yes, we are. Up first, we have this lovely lady. Guys, that's Melania Trump. That's Melania Trump, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it sure is. So I'm sure you guys have heard of her. She came to the U.S. as a poor immigrant model. She met a fantastic rich guy, married him, had his baby. He became the president. Somewhere along the line... Maybe it's due to his infidelities, his horrible treatment of women, his, you know, All somewhere along the line, it feels like the spark has gone out between Melania and her husband. She doesn't seem to like him that much. Here she is uh, famously swatting away her husband's hand, saying, get out of there, Donald. <laughs> so we are going to prescribe some books for Melania, Kristen. What would you? What self-help book would you tell our first lady, Melania Trump, to read? Now, there is a book called Maybe He's Just an Asshole. Sure. 
sharpen your bullshit detector, rock your expectations, and become your strongest self, exclamation point, by Hallie Kay. Mm. I think that seems perfect for Melania. I mean, maybe the book's a little late for her. Maybe yeah. it's not. I don't think it's too late. It's never too late to help yourself. That's true. That's it's true. Ne- it's never too late. How, how about you, Jolenta? I would like to recommend for Melania a book called, uh, this is by a man named Victor T. Cheney. This book is called Castration. The advantages and disadvantages. I think in Melania's case, there might be a few more advantages. Yeah. I don't know if there are any Just disadvantages there. Yeah. I don't think there are any. No. No. Great choice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, love that castration book. Oh, it's a classic. Yeah. You know, I just wish that we could have prescribed it to her earlier. If only. If only. We if could only. have changed the whole course of history. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have more from our Philly live show in just a moment. But first, let's take a quick break. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter, wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. All right, before we get back to our live from Philly by the book bonus episode, we are joined right now by the great Sam Dingman, creator of a new show for Panoply called Family Ghosts. The season is launching now with the first episode, which just came out yesterday. Sam, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And I am very, very proud to be joining the ranks of Panoply shows that were a product of the Panoply Pilot Project. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Both of us were very, very lucky. The public voted on our shows after we made a pilot. And... They voted for your show and my show. Yes, I'm hoping that mine validates that public trust in the way that yours has. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally going to. It's such a good show. Thank you. All right, so Sam, tell us more about what Family Ghosts is. So Family Ghosts was actually described better recently on Twitter than I have ever been able to describe it myself. So I'm just going to say what that person said. They said, Family Ghosts is a podcast where you hear the stories of people in family histories who single-handedly changed the arc of that family's story. The one person whose legend is so powerful and who you've been hearing around the dinner table for years and years and years, the crazy story of aunt whoever or grandfather whoever, grandmother whoever, and after that person, everything was different. And what I think is really significant about our show is that it's not just the story of that person. It's the story of how that person has affected the person telling the story. And can you give us an example of one of these great stories that you cover? Sure. On our first episode of the season, we're featuring a story by a fantastic storyteller and writer named Kayla. And seven years ago, Kayla and her family went through this terrible tragedy. Their family house burned down. And it has always been understood that it was an accident. But Kayla has been convinced 
for years and years and years that it wasn't an accident. And on our show, in our first episode of the season, she's decided to set out and see if she can prove not just that it wasn't an accident, but that she knows who she thinks did it and that it's someone in her family. Oh, my God. I just got shivers thinking about it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I will say that episode is very heavy, but we also have episodes that, while they deal with serious things, take a somewhat more lighthearted approach. Our second episode of the season is about me trying to help my friend Nick find his grandfather's dead body, which (laughs) he doesn't, he's never known where it is. And so myself and Jason DeLeon, one of the producers on the show, spent several months seeing if we could track down a dead body and... You'll have to listen and see whether we were successful. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll be listening to the entire series, and we encourage everyone else out there who's listening to buy the book to also check out Family Ghost. It's going to be amazing. Thanks so much, Sam. Thank you, Kristen. I really appreciate it. We're back with highlights from our Philly live show. Now, one of my favorite parts of the live shows we do is a segment we call Dramatic Readings from Celebrity Self-Help Books. Now, we're not going to share all of our readings with you in this episode. But we will share one of our very, very favorites. It pretty much just speaks for itself. So let's play some tape. It is called Here's the Situation by Mike the Situation Sorrentino. So good. The subtitle is A Guide to Creeping on Chicks, Avoiding Grenades, and Getting Your GTL on the Jersey Shore. GTL stands for Jim Tan Laundry. Damn straight it does. Yes. Yeah. Okie doke. Hells yeah. So this is a reading from his chapter on sticky situations, how to get out of sticky situations. And at the end of each chapter, he gives you a real-life situation that's happened to him because he's the situation. Really use the word of situation a lot in this book. So this is the real-life situation from sticky situations. One night in Detroit, I brought nine girls back to my hotel room. I don't know what I was thinking. It was pretty crowded, and I was exhausted. So I offered them an ultimatum designed to clear the room. I said, listen, girls, I have another city to go to tomorrow. I don't want it to be like this, but if you're not DTF, that's uh, down to F for those of you. Uh-huh then please exit the room immediately in an orderly fashion. I used a joking tone, but I was serious. I was tired and had an early flight. All nine chicks exchanged glances, then smiles. No one made for the door. They were all enthusiastically DTF. I said, you gotta be kidding me. I suppose, in theory, any guy would think that's a fantastic situation, but let's keep it real. As I mentioned previously, (laughs) there's only so much sitch to go around. I decided to deflect the decision-making responsibility away from myself and onto the girls. I approached the hottest chick and said, look, obviously, I'm the situation. But I'm not Superman with a rod of steel. As much as I'd like to do all nine of you simultaneously, I think we all know it's not going to happen. So some have to go while others can stay. Decide amongst yourselves. 
The hottest chick huddled up with her group of friends, then said to me, well, we don't like those bitches over there. For once, female cattiness was playing to my advantage. I tasked her and her friends with eliminating that faction from the room and told them that when the axe had fallen to report back to me. That got us down to six, which was a workable number. I was willing to do six. The six remaining girls split into two groups of three and started arguing in front of me. That's one of those things that dangles right on the edge of being a turn-off and a turn-on. They were all acquainted in some way and were threatening each other with, this girl better not tell her boyfriend what she did tonight and that girl better keep her mouth shut to so-and-so. That confrontation transitioned into who was going to start the situation and who was going to finish him. <laughs> to my mind, they had finally moved on to a reasonable discussion. I had my preference, but all the same. I decided to hang back and see how things shook out. While this drama unfolded, I started to yawn. My eyelids were feeling heavy and I couldn't help but think of my early flight and all the hassles of the day's travel that lay ahead. Whatever these chicks were going to decide, they needed to do it fast. An agreement was reached and I got to work on, the th on three of the girls while the other three watched. <laughs> Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed one of the girls from the on-deck circle retrieving something out of her bag. I've become ultra-perceptive of these hijinks, no matter what I'm in the middle of doing. The voice in my head, which sounds just as handsome as my real voice, <laughs> said, dude, you should have collected all their phones and cameras and locked them in the safe. Sure enough, one of the girls was getting her camera to record the festivities. Luckily, I wasn't so deep into my situation that I couldn't leap up and whack her camera away <laughs> with my hand. Because <laughs> I would have assumed he did it with his dick. <laughs> that nonsense was an immediate deal breaker. I banished her and her two friends from the room for her foolish transgression. They left peacefully, and though I was a little sad to see them go, I was also relieved that I was free to complete my work, which is exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. The situation, ladies and gentlemen. Has there ever been a more useful self-help book? No, it has helped me creep on chicks so much. Oh, yeah. No more grenades here. Not in this studio. No. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot more that happens at every live show, but we're not going to play it all here because, you know what we believe? Got to save some of the magic. Can't give it all away. Totally, Got to totally. save that magic. That magic yeah. is secret. Yeah. But there are going to be plenty more live shows to come during season two of By the Book, which launches in two weeks from today on November 30th. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I feel that this season's going to be even more exciting than last season, if that is possible. There's going to be more self. There's going to be more help. There's going to be all of that <laughs> stuff. Probably lots more crying. Oh, Always with the I crying. hope that you do more of the crying this, this upcoming season. <laughs> I did season. lots of crying in season one. I don't I even know, know what you're talking I about. I know. All right. Shall we announce our book that we're going to be launching season two with? Let's do it. All right. Our first book of season two. Bum, ba, da, dum, bum, ba. Ba, ba, Bored and Brilliant. How Spacing Out Can Unlock Your Most Productive and Creative Self by... Manoush Zamarodi. Will we suffer from technology withdrawal? Will we become creative geniuses in the process? Find out in the season two debut of Buy the Book. 
And that's it for this bonus episode of By the Book. Remember, we love to hear from you. You can reach us at 505-510-BOOK or write to us at bythebookatpanoply.fm. You can always tweet to us as well, at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at By the Book Pod. Thank you so much to our producer, Cameron Drews, and our managing producer, Mia Lobel. Until next time, I am Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks. We say it right out of Wait, the break. It, we, we go right. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Okay. All right. Don't question the structure we came up with five seconds ago, Cameron. Why would you do we that? We worked for no. dozens and dozens of seconds. We worked for dozens of minutes. <laughs> Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.